1: Hello and welcome to this episode 7 of Overlooked and Undercooked, a critical analysis of Rob Schneider's attempt to shake up the traditional television business model by self-producing, funding, writing, starring in and directing his
2: semi-autobiographical series, Real Rob, I'm Guy Montgomery My name is Tim Batt and it gives me great pleasure to introduce this episode's guest, British comedian Carl Donnelly Hello Hey I'm mate World How are you? <laughs> yeah, that's good. right, we're broadcasting to the whole world, baby
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm alright Yeah I was better before I got here uh, oh, well, I you, see. Didn't, you didn't warn me what this podcast was. Not another naysayer. Nice do oh, you know what you're walking into? I just, I didn't know what this new you haven't listened to any of the previous on. episodes? I haven't listened to the previous episodes of this. I know your back catalogue, and I know what your general vibe is, but you just said, do you Basically, want to come over and do a podcast? Yeah. I was like, yeah, and I yeah. got here, and you made me do the go through what we just went through. A couple of laid-back, chilled-out entertainers. I thought it would just be a lovely three-way chat. I didn't know we'd
1: have to Sadly spend not. 24 minutes... What, with uh, a fourth mem- a fourth heroic comedian oh. in the form of Rob Schneider. Um, so the episode we just saw was called... Sorry, I've got a hair in my mouth. For those of you at home, I'm just taking the hair out. Uh, What's My Thing? Yeah. And so what we'd quite like to do, Carl, is get some sort of plot summary from our guests. So could yeah. you maybe, for both those of us in the room and those listening along elsewhere... Tell us what we just saw. So, from what I know, obviously I had to catch up because I've, I've not watched a previous episode. Yeah. It's very important but, because, you know, this is everything's <laughs> canon in the world of real Rob.
3: Rob's uh, wife is, she's currently building a strip club for, uh, for, for women. Um, not, Rob, to,
1: not for women to perform in, but for, for, no, for women, women to go attend. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Handsome men. Yes, very
3: muscly men that she seems to be massaging now and again Um, and it makes Rob start Rob's trying to get a sitcom off the ground but the studio want to change a lot of it they want to add zombies apparently Um, then he also wants to find something that's really his thing he decides if he's going to do it for the money he wants to have a sort of you know a a project of sort of love and he decides that will be a health shop because apparently he's really into his health foods and vitamins. He, do, he
1: talks in passing a lot about the idea of GMOs, about organic juices. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah,
2: I mean... there's you no way ever- he talks about them in passing? Because he's not an intelligent man. No. I've come to there's a
3: lot of, um he, he chucks a lot of facts out yes. in, in the written... In the, the script, but it feels like a lot of it has been googled. Yes. Um, and
1: and for good reason
3: yeah (laughs) and then another little side bit is he decides to try and get Ryan Gosling to come to the opening of the strip club it's going to cost him 300,000 cash so he goes to the bank gets 150,000 we'll probably discuss the bank scene I imagine
2: we are led to believe as well that this is no biggie 300,000 he he, he, bristles at it but it's no big deal getting 300 that's a
1: recurring motif he is insecure at the idea of people's perception of how much money he has he is constantly even he he, he injects talking head style little moments to establish how much money he's worth
3: yeah I mean a lot of this feels like it's made to Sort of give us an idea of his life, and it's correct. This you know the fact that he's even having those meetings about making a sitcom. And well, every, like...
1: everything is him. It feels like this is the life that he thinks he is living. Can I tell you the ethos which sort of permeated the the set for the entirety of production? What Rob Schneider said in an interview with Deadline at the announcement of this show going forward is, "I want to do my own Faulty Towers." Ooh. <laughs> And so yeah. I think in a lot of ways you can see that on on the screen. Well, can't isn't, you? Is it in that there's only ever ever like
3: a very small number of episodes made? I think more <laughs> than that. That's not even true. There's the,
1: 16. Is there 16 40 Towers?
2: Oh, no, no, sorry. There's 12 no, 40 right Towers. To but I think yeah, and now, so he's
3: already gone beyond
2: 40 Towers. So not even in that detail is yeah, like yeah, 40 the detail,
1: right. The way in which it is like 40 Towers is that the operation, not the show itself, but the surrounding framework of the creation of the show was run. With the same level of incompetence yeah. as <laughs> Faulty Towers in Torquay,
3: and also with Faulty Towers, in hindsight, some of it's not doesn't not stand the test of time. I don't think.
1: By and large, but, I mean, so this still, it's stand, still... this ag- doesn't stand the test of time. Now. of one second after watching the bits, that's right. This was made in 2015, and I think okay. as, a, as a testament yeah. to how how big of a swing and a miss this was. This is seven episodes now, so we've seen a lot of supporting talent being given various different levels of opportunity to shine comedically with the script that they have been dealt. Uh, And not one member of the supporting talent, first of all, they're not recognizable, which is insane, because this is like three years ago now, and so you'd think he'd hit on one. So they're all Rob Schneider-level talent, which is either that he's a terrible forecaster of what will become...
3: Oh, so
2: are you saying like all of the bit part? People are kind of comedy people, but they never took off after no What are you no saying? One's blown yeah. up, no yeah. one's blown up off the back of the he, he
1: must have been casting comic actors for these roles, right? So yeah. either he's got a terrible eye for talent, or he's a personality who, no, who everyone bristles at the idea of working with.
3: Yeah. Or he, he's only used good friends and family, and is, they're all straight straight just out of the to happy be Madison bad actors.
1: Production values.
3: Um, and you, I didn't realize this was 2015 because it does have that whiff of like a sitcom made just before the Me Too yeah. type, you know, in oh, that sort but, of, but, in, the, in the final, in the final, the, the fall of Rome. This he, feels like it was made during.
1: <laughs> I, don't know, I can't imagine Rob Schneider adjusting his behaviour for any sort of cause or ideology or broader understanding of that, how the
2: world works. That said, though, like in particular, there's a scene oh, that Jamie, his assistant, has in this ep, which is, you, yes. it's like. Oh, this is, um, this is at the lower end of the scale of exactly what Harvey Weinstein the, did. Yeah, there's, no, yeah. But well, there's there were, a
3: couple. There's the one with the agent. Um, that's right. There's that's a very right. grisly
1: blowjob happening during a phone call
3: where an
2: agent,
1: it's for no, to no comic effect. To no The pay scene off. felt it finished. It didn't need a punchline. At all. The pullback and reveal was the agent was getting a blowjob. That was yeah. the
2: gag. And then I he think was mean <laughs> mean to the woman.
1: And then, well, then in the in the uh, at the vitamin shop when he's discovering his thing is to maybe peddle vitamins, he is talking to a lady because there's a yeah. sort of you know obstinate uh, employee, and he says to the lady he tries and gives her help, and then she says you're really creepy, and she walks away, and you watch his eye line follow her ass, and then he says nice oh. ass to a woman he's just established well he doesn't know thinks he's a creep and is pregnant
3: yes and he's, all he's done is give her advice about buying organic apples because right. of
1: their and then again before we get to the scene that you're describing with the assistant which you were saying we're going to get back to in the oh, bank oh god he, they thrust an orgasm against one of the supporting members
3: Carl
2: take us through the beats of that moment if I you mean, may
1: I mean actually
3: because you said there's a scene at the end you didn't see coming I didn't see the orgasm scene coming right I could not have predicted <laughs> I don't oh think- I
2: did did you? No. Well, went, not, not like a mile away, but it was like as soon as we started to go down that path, it was like, right.
3: okay. So he basically explains through some bad writing that the money he's withdrawing from the bank is to give to Ryan Gosling. She says, you know Ryan Gosling? He says, yes. And then she has a full-blown
1: uh, hands-free orgasm.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: just at the mere mention you, of Ryan Gosling's name. Well, I name.
1: mean, when you get to Rob's age and sort of understanding of the ways of the world and the ways of the fear of sex. He knows woman. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue with that. The he knows woman. man understands
3: woman. Yeah. woman. The, yeah, I mean, it's one of them scenes that is it's like, hey, hey, if you're going like, to, any sort of scene like that is just going to, somebody's going to say, have you not seen When Harry Met Sally? Yeah, yeah. But then to take the Annie, you know, of the actual interesting part of that scene and just make it about well, a woman is so has so little self-control that she's going to hear the, the name of Ryan Gosling, not I mean, a picture.
1: A, how can she know enough to be a fan of Ryan Gosling if at the very mention of him she has an earth-shattering orgasm? How can you watch a movie with Ryan yep. Gosling in the it? Fun- how can you see a picture of yep. Ryan the Gosling? The
2: funny thing is though as well, in Harry Met Sally, which is a film that came out over 30 years yeah. <laughs> ago or so, the whole joke of that is that women are faking it yeah, for yeah, basically, yeah. you know, the, the 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 pleasure of men, essentially. Yes. that They are so good... At manipulating men that they can put on this act, and they 're utterly convincing and Rob has taken like the surface level bit of that which is women have loud orgasms yeah. at the drop of a hat and missed oh. the entire rest of the context of what that moment is about,
3: yeah, and also you know she's in a she 's in a customer service role yeah let 's not lose the fact that it 's that. As if she would how poorly allow
1: f- that herself. How poorly do you feel for this actor? They get yeah, an audition. Oh they say, "What's it for?" Rob Schneider's self-funding a sitcom. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'll look at the scripts. Yeah, well, but that's I'm all I'm telling you. I do. I'll
2: oh, look at the scripts. Sleeping in my car at the moment, so I guess she was is is modern-day servitude in yeah. Hollywood. Cal- also,
3: can we quickly just point out how quickly she got the cash for that? Like he he takes out $150,000 cash.
2: And just to get into that as well, he says, I need to get a cashier's check to cash immediately. That's just a withdrawal.
3: You need is. to get a check if you're turning I know, it he, into he, cash There is a weird little bit of um, info he gives where he says he wants a cashier's check, I think because he then thinks he might he be can able write to write it as a t- write it off as t- text. A write-off. Oh,
2: right, okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, good
3: to like, it's good for him to just throw that bit of information. Yeah. Out. Business but that bit, bit, that bit of information I think is so he can say the name Ryan Gosling I think he's put all that dumb information in but so can he can cause that- her to have an orgasm you
2: can do that with a withdrawal you can put it... If it's your account... 000, and put a say, I want $150,000. Ryan Gosling. Put a note on the account with the withdrawal that says Ryan Gosling. Because that's what he's saying with the cashier's yes, check. Yes, it is, yeah. It's the same fucking... Sorry, but... <laughs> no, it's is, a, I think it annoys it's a, me. it's a
1: very entertaining thing by which to be frustrated. <laughs> yeah.
2: And amongst everything it's else, it's like, at a, at a minimum, my guy. Yeah. Can we just get the basics of how you get money out yeah, of a yeah. bank account? But then she,
3: she gets the money out just from the... Like, about one foot away from her to the right. <laughs> behind a screen. A hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars cash. Yeah. I don't know I mean, I don't know how American banks work, but
1: that, of that would have to, way that would not, not
3: even out of a drawer, that's coming out of a safe. <laughs> you
1: list celebrities' names until the cashier has an orgasm and then they reach thirty centimetres to their right yeah. and they give you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Carl, I'd like to quote you to you. This was about one minute into the show. This is bad, isn't it?
3: <laughs> that was yeah that was my was gut. My gut re- that was
1: a gut reaction
3: yeah and then we sat through the rest of the thing and it never changed I mean did do you, you know what g- it felt it felt like
1: a first draft yeah you know I mean that's what it felt like well if the three people in the room are the three stars of the show
2: well one what, is presi- I mean one's his wife one is him yes. and one is what's presi- her
1: um, Patricia. Background. she's uh, she's Mexican she does not have a background as a performer right. this, this is her is sort of it, debut writer? on screen she's a right. Ro- uh, no background as a writer, but she Until is this. writing and performing in this show. She right. was a
2: producer though, right?
1: She was a producer in Mexico, I think, Television in Mexico. Producer. Okay. She's so, got some background. She should yes. know what she's doing.
2: Yeah. I think she's... Well, she says she's 29. What? Like, she... and this.
1: She knows what she's doing in the same way if we go and watch a game of football, <laughs> we could run out on the pitch and play with professional footballers. technically do it all but, like, I in mean, the right way. She holds her own
3: in the scenes against Rob. Well, weirdly, I don't think she's... I think her acting-wise yeah. is one of the stronger...
2: I'm with of you on ...of the that. group. Well, the, she,
3: I mean, the assistant, in terms of acting, is where only, I think it really falls down. The only fucked, eh? He's absolutely... He's, he sort of looks like he's trying to act like a bad Ben Stiller <laughs> uh,
1: character.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: She's the only person with one, you know, iota of charisma. Like, the only person who it's possible, even through... Her character is not, by any means... Uh, a good character, like in terms of as a person.
2: Oh, I wouldn't say that. She's she's
1: got the same mean spirit that Rob does. It
2: just no, manifests differently. I, I don't think she's
1: th- nice. I think she's the nicest of the bunch.
2: Yeah. She's she's got like a lot of maternal instincts that that come out during the show. And she stuff.
1: tolerates the worst. She's an enabler.
2: Yeah, she is. Yeah, but okay. that's colour. Her, I think her core personality is good.
1: Well, it, it's easy to warm to her because of this. I mean, yeah, we're we're all true. on the same page here. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's easy
3: to warm somebody who's married to the world's biggest asshole. yeah I don't mean that in real I don't know what he's like in real life but his Presumably character, he, his character in this is an abomination not a million of a man. miles away <laughs> he's, a ho- he's horrible yeah. although we, I said something I think you were in the bathroom um, I said that he's acting style in this I don't know if that's how like, he's actually he tries to play it quite straight but it feels like he's trying to act like Michael Keaton in the sort of you know, Michael Keaton's yeah. gone through this revolution in the last five years and become like it feels like he's watched Michael Keaton's renaissance and gone. I'm mean, going to act exactly like Michael Keaton, and he's doing he's doing his darndest. Yeah, even dresses like him. It's.
2: Did you enjoy Birdman?
3: I did enjoy Birdman. I yes. loved Birdman. Yeah. I love a
2: bit of drumming though. So, I, weirdly,
3: I, I I watched it the same week as. Um, Whiplash oh, and that's a weird two film to two watch actually. in the same week because yeah. obviously I watched Birdman loved it and obviously it's got that real jazz undercurrent to, to the it whole thing. but now I watched Whiplash and I was like oh, I actually prefer yeah, this I a much watched, more simple film about just the I watched jazz. them
1: in the same week I also saw what Juice Bigelow European Gigolo that week <laughs> yes. and I thought of the three <laughs> it was that was cast. the one that really jumped out because <laughs> what we have here is a man unexp- unafraid to explore different cultures yes uh, different ways of life and all, you know, encased in, in a sort of a well-structured and written comedy.
2: Can I ask you a question, Guy? How are you fearing? Because we've watched five episodes of this today. Yeah. Yeah, how are you going? How's the mental health?
1: Uh, it's actually fine. Having different people come in and all of their reaction is to like, uh, they sort of buck up against, you know, like yeah. everyone kind of is, has been quite... Shaken's not necessarily right. They get right. taken <laughs> off guard. <laughs> by yeah, water. I'm shaken. But I... Uh, I feel like I've been holding pretty steady to be completely honest it's you
3: you don't both of you I mean yeah I think Tim is you seem to be struggling more with it yep but you were getting angry during the guy was actually very restrained I I think Tim's sort of coming in and out of uh his sensibility I don't no, it has that-
2: got a good ability to if something's really pissing him off just sort of switch off to it
3: well you did uh, at one point just go and put some cups away yeah. <laughs> so I think there is a there are some undercurrents going on no, no, no I had we'll-
2: to put the cups so i got i got
3: to
1: leave after this recording
3: we've you know? all
2: got our coping mechanisms yeah. you know I'm railing against it because I uh, full-heartedly still believe somewhere in me that it will change if I can express my, my anger yeah. to it
3: so it's 8 episodes mm. 8 and episodes a season
2: based on so with the Netflix thing because obviously it just kicks into the new episode yeah, we've yeah. got the still frame from the first frame of the next episode where Guy quickly pressed pause before it kicked off and I think we're going to get treated to this sitcom that he keeps yeah. talking about yeah. as the final I mean, certainly
1: we've got something to look forward to the title of the 8th episode is Opening Night which would suggest we are about to watch Rob's version of comedy within <laughs> Rob's version of comedy or
3: also the opening night of the strip club Oh, of course. Oh, yes.
1: And we get to
3: see if Gosling makes an appearance. You know, he it, absolutely it doesn't. is so
1: telling that we <laughs> Would, needed I'll you bet. to relay to us, the people who've watched seven episodes, yeah. that that's what's going to happen. Because the number of plot <laughs> ideas or threads oh, that these yeah. people open up and do not pursue...
2: Yeah. Hey, Carl, up. do you want to take a bit? Be- Sorry, do you want to take a bet as to whether or not
3: Gosling
2: will turn up? I mean... And I'll let's do the odds. I will make a oh. bet with you, say, like... Uh, 8 to 1 odds that Okay, eight, eight, eight 8 in favour that he will not be there so if you want to take the bet that he's going to appear I will pay you 8 times the money right you see what I'm saying oh, that's
3: such a it's a tempting bet but I know he's, he cannot physically be in it yeah exactly it's Gosling, right. 8 to 1 odds one thing eight. Gosling has is you know some level of
1: quality control put, in the script put, it works but in. he's in
3: Hollywood put
1: $5 down man
3: Maybe, and the weird thing is you never know they might be old friends
1: so unlikely
3: Put $5,
2: <laughs> put $5 down you, know, you get 40 bucks right, out of this i put $5, $5 if, in If the universe implodes And Gosling turns up yeah. I give you $40 But Done. you've got to give me 5 I will take that bet Fabulous
1: There is no way Ryan Gosling is going to show up in
3: Alright here's another good uh, let's, Who do you think He's going to get Because I, I feel like I can, I can get in his mind Nice Who's If what, Gosling isn't going to make it
2: yeah.
1: I think he's going to go For a replacement That will be bad Sandler I, no, so, oh. no, it's going to be... It's a plot device I've already used. It's going to be a...
2: Oh, oh okay. They're not going to go... Yeah, not this skillful show. They're not going to reuse a Joker. or a full. they No, I'm saying they're, they're not...
1: Doing Sound would be more original than what they're going to do, which oh. is going to be... He's going to try and palm it off the same way he did with the bear. He's going to get some, like... He's we'll just put going Jamie to f- in a latex yeah, suit. He'll, he'll, it's yeah, going to be a lookalike. Or like a, yeah, or like some oh, sort of yeah. person he finds on the street.
2: No, no, I like this idea that he'll get an impersonator. He'll I think get a, a Ryan Gosling Ryan impersonator. impersonator.
3: Because obviously there was the money sort of issue at the end of that. Yeah. Is that like Oh,
2: yeah, sorry, take us through that car. What happened there?
3: So obviously he gets $150,000, he puts it in a special... I, see, I thought he just puts it in a bag. It looked so like a I. handbag. It yeah. turns
2: out he's put a... Um, anti-theft.
3: An anti-theft, like, ink cartridge. He gives it to his assistant and says, don't open that. His assistant then essentially tries to sexually assault a woman in his room yeah and when she tries to leave he wants to give her money for a taxi opens it it explodes in his face he's now ruined hundred and fifty thousand dollars. yeah um so now that obviously now <laughs> if he physically cannot afford gosling so now we've actually brought we'll, uh, obviously not going to be there i've just t- I've talked myself out of my no, bed but I, i've wasted I've burnt five dollars there
2: but the thing is is that you're operating in a in a world where like The TV show follows a logical one event after the other, and there's consequence. And in this show, there isn't. So the the episode ended so confusingly. Mental. We get the exploded hundred fifty thousand dollars that Jamie's opened and ruined the money, and then it just ends. Yeah, that's That's it. Hard cut to credits, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then the opening. Um, we can see the opening frame of the next episode, and it looks like it's opening onto the sitcom. So I don't think it's going to get addressed. I think it's just like, well, that's, that's a, that episode's world, you know, it briefly be, existed.
1: It can't be right. Time will tell. Carl, do you think that we're punching up? In, what in the by what by doing
3: watching the show,
2: the podcast itself?
3: Um, well, I, I think there is so much wrong with it. That I think you know he is a successful Hollywood. You know, he's he's been around. He how knows do what you he's define success? Um well he's still working. He's still he's obviously got enough money to self fund this. He's
1: paying himself. Is that still working? Yeah,
3: that's how that's how True. that's how economies work nowadays. <laughs> money's not real, is it? It's, just, <laughs> it's created and then punched like pumped back in. So I think I mean he has had a you would if you were a job in actor, he you would say he's had a very successful career.
1: Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's, I think
3: and I think he's put this out. I think you are allowed to critique it, and I think there are moral issues of what he's doing oh, that allow this ones. to be critiqued in quite a harsh manner.
1: Countless, Not, you know, none more so than the fact that they place a juice bigelow male gigolo poster at the bedhead of his assistant's apartment. Yeah, that is crazy it's stuff. Insane.
3: Yeah. I mean it's all this There's yeah there's so much wrong with this I think I couldn't I don't think you can well, be accused is, of punching yeah. down well, on I pre- Schneider
2: I appreciate that Carl you've made me feel better about the situation because I think you're right sometimes a a moral wrong rises to the level where it's like we yeah. actually do need to talk about this
3: I think so I think this is yeah there's I a, didn't
2: want this to just be us shitting on a show <laughs> and that's why we you don't want to did not you have at
1: turns shat no, 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 all over yeah, this show yeah but
2: i've got what i've tried to do so hard is to not color anything because each episode we have a new guest yeah. and we don't we don't yeah. you know really brief them on not all. anything nothing so you just come in and you get a take and if there was one episode that was great yeah, then yeah. that's what we would talk about but it hasn't happened on about the
3: third moment in the show where it sort of it felt like they he when they were writing it they'd never met a woman before <laughs> that was when I I think I said to you is it always like this like, yeah, is this something that it is and when you tell me it is I think that's when you realise that it this is open Nearly for, always it's is. open season on criticising this what do you think of the stand up interstitials well, I've said, he, weirdly, he looked so unhappy while he was doing it. There was a real sadness to Because he's performing him. to no one. No. Yeah, but I, I mean, he, even then, you just, he, you know, he's acting the rest of the show. Just give it a little bit of salt and pepper on Is the he, performance. He did
2: have a cutaway to audience this time, because we, every Were other time. Were they really there? Sorry?
1: Were they
3: there? That could have just been. It's impossible to know. Well, no. it's true. It's a good point.
1: It took six or seven episodes for him to figure out that people are going to get suspicious unless you have sort of <laughs> silhouettes of heads in some sort of frame.
3: Yeah, I mean it's just and what's weird is he does an impression of his wife in the routine but we've just met his wife the whole show and it's not how she talks
2: exactly so there's
3: so many there's weird little decision making things that have happened in this uh,
2: and it would sort of like you could get away with that if you did the stand up bit first it wouldn't be good because you'd be proven wrong immediately but you could enjoy the joke at the time um, when he's doing it on stage with this impersonation of his Mexican wife and then we meet her after that point and it's like, oh, okay, he's dialing her up. Yeah, but yeah. to meet her first and then get the impersonation, which is the time he does it, you know, yeah. straight off the bat. The, f- the opening frame of the series is a conversation between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. you've removed your ability to do an impersonation of someone we've met when you're not yeah. adding anything to It's just it's a so bad, bizarre. racist Mexican And voice. the little
3: pieces to camera, them cutaways, they... Like, you like those? I, I hate those. Yeah, them. I thought like, you'd like those. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's such a shit plot device. It's such, it's such a clear plot device of thems going like, I didn't well, know how to move between these not, two scenes.
1: None of the techniques serve their purpose though. None of them actually serve, you know. They no. Don't, they don't move anything forward. They don't draw any lines between anything. They're just all sort of there. But i got to say, credit to the man. For. why well, he did it, didn't he? What, for making it? Well, yeah. How how many shows have you, you know, self-funded, written, produced, started, uh, and directed?
3: Yeah, I I agree. There's a, you know, there's a... You can't fault his work ethic. No. But you can can fault his ethics.
2: I think I... True. I think (laughs) I could fault his work ethic. Because you said... I can't remember if this is when the mics were the on or not draft. it feels like a draft the
3: like, no, script draft. feels like a first draft and, think and I'm what, saying that as somebody who's never written a script <laughs> so I mean that, if I'm saying that it's bad
2: that's what happens when you um, insulate yourself from any critique which is done by constructing a writer's room of himself his wife yeah. and Jamie, who I presume they have a similar dynamic off-screen, where he is his boss. Yeah. If not in a direct sense that he's paying his rent, in a in a kind of professional career sense, yeah, yeah, where yeah. he's riding the the Rob train.
1: What would you say to Rob Schneider if you could talk with him right now? <laughs> do you know, it'd be it wouldn't be so much.
3: I wouldn't give him advice. I'm no one to give advice, but I would. I'd have a lot of questions about. What would you? What do you? Want to I would ask like him? to know how he feels about this now after the last sort of year, eighteen months of. Uh, the Me Too movement just just I think like people in especially in his world Hollywood having to men having to have a little look at themselves and see about behaviour would that make him look back at some of the choices he made professionally I
1: think you overestimate this guy's consciousness I think he looks back on this he, he reflects on it purely in comedic terms and I think he's misguided enough to think that it's been a success wow. is he?
3: why? what's the I don't know anything we about he did another season didn't he? Um, season two but did it get so it's on Netflix Both seasons
2: So it's, it must have, have It must have some fans I've got a theory He paid Netflix To put it on
3: can that, Is that a thing you can do? I think
2: <laughs> that he just I sol- think that can't be real I think he <laughs> sold it
1: back to Netflix For 50 cents on the dollar what do you reckon? He
2: so lost, so yeah. He
1: lost money making it But he's still he got a trying lost, to recoup money A little bit yeah. of the loss
2: of production I think that's quite possible when, it, like, truly
3: uh,
1: When did the second season come out?
2: Last year? Must have been 2017 Last? yeah Yeah
3: I know, so you haven't, you haven't got onto that yet
1: well no we're doing it consecutively aren't we out of respect for the, the
3: craft <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what that's saying you know I mean I'm now probably gonna
2: are you gonna cane through this are no, gonna have a watch no, no, no I mean I don't want there's to there's no
3: world in which you're I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have to watch the final again. episode of this series or just to get the goslin I'm goss. juiced
2: I am real juiced to watch the final episode not because of the bet but just to watch it the bet a little <laughs> bit though because I'm a gambler um, I love gamble
3: yeah, I'd be. I'd, I'd. like to hear his proper thoughts on it. Is, that, is there any interviews online or any... Uh, not that I, we've dug up. I dude, think that feels I, more like a retrospective to me. It I strikes could... me as somebody who's got a blog. <laughs> you know I, mean? I he think he to... reads a lot of them. I don't know if he writes <laughs> right. any.
2: I couldn't do it. I couldn't watch any press junket interviews for this because it'll make me feel really sad about what we're doing, I think.
1: No, nah, it's all good, Because he'll
2: say stuff like, this is what he was saying i'm really proud of this you know this is this is um this is really me putting my life out yeah, there and what i really I think about the world and my world view and my experience being someone who's experienced you know a lot of success in their life professionally this is kind of the foibles that people might not be aware of, yeah. of my life and it's like i don't want to i don't want to be critiquing something that is so close to your heart
3: or he might it might all be a big joke it might be a, a very self-conscious... Kyle. Like, con, you know, controlled... ...measured
2: thing. Look at my eyes. I know. What are the odds on that? I mean, the odds what are bet, slim. What bet would it take? I mean, the odds
3: are worse than Gosling, showing up in the last episode. But, you know, stranger things have happened.
2: Tommy Wiseau claims that his was like kind of a satirical work of exactly. comedy.
1: I mean, yeah, obviously we don't...
2: Rob Schneider could claim the same. Exactly. I am
1: on the Real Rob Twitter stream... <laughs>
2: <laughs> how many followers has that got guy guess um, oh, I reckon he's got uh, loads 6,000 6,000 followers the real him the real no, person no, real Rob the TV just show, the show. Oh, just the show oh the show oh, that's
3: probably not got much um, 18,000 3,812 oh, that is low that and is really low for a show I'm just checking out has he got one? Has he got a personal? Watch the
1: behind the scenes of our shoot. There is a behind the scenes here. Oh my god! This is <laughs> someone to look forward to. Well, we'll watch two that. retweets, nine favourites. Oh,
3: it's brutal! It's oh, who
2: retweeted it as well? That's always a fun thing to That's look into on. for promo content. Yeah, it's fucking it'll good. be like him and his agent. Yeah, but well, he work.
1: can't have a surely because yeah, it's his, it's his the the real Rob Twitter account and Nicole Partis who appears to work in PR. What, uh, has Rob got a personal Twitter account? He does. And he's got like 700... He's got 712,000 followers. Norm Macdonald. Did he not even retweet yet then? No, probably not. As we spoke about in a previous... <laughs> in a previous tweet, wrote this. This is to suggest that Rob Schneider has done Norm Macdonald a huge favourite at some point in his life. My friend Rob Schneider, one of the few comedy auteurs we have, has created the hysterical Real Rob. Ooh. And season two is That's now streaming career. on Netflix. Couldn't recommend anything more. Oh. That's a friend's message though, isn't it? Friends don't let friends make real Rob. He has nailed himself but yeah,
3: to You the can't wall stop a that. friend making a thing.
1: Yeah, Rob, yeah but
3: they Rob, no, didn't they do Saturday Night Live together? Yeah. They go way back. But Norm yeah. doesn't
2: have to be quite so effusive in his praise for this steaming pile of I shit. I
3: know, but I think Norm likes winding people up.
2: Oh, they, do you know what? I think you're right. Like he, I think he, he
3: will. Ne- he would never like praise something that was it, like widely yeah, loved. You're right. He's much more likely to think of a friend who Everything, might be doing a show that's getting a bit slammed, and yeah. he'd do that just for a,
2: a wink and a nod.
3: Absolutely. Because
2: yeah. I, I actually think he did that in his appearance as well. He right. fuck. What does he say? He says, "Oh, okay. So in his cameo in the second episode." Um, he, he says to Rob he's like hey listen man I really appreciate you coming here and talking <laughs> to me and I fully read it as this is what you yeah, should be saying yeah, yeah, to yeah. me right now for being in this show
1: that's yeah
3: that's, that's that definitely there's a bit of an
1: in joke there yeah Who within else, the episode it? it was do you want to know what it was because of in the episode because Rob read on a blog that vasectomies give you dementia right and R- Norm Macdonald had a had a vasectomy and so simultaneously while denigrating Rob on his own show he was also showing the signs of dementia as a comic Ah, vehicle
2: but then he made his assistant Jamie get a vasectomy so he could have like a human experiment that he could watch and after that
1: the storyline was never picked up or addressed (laughs) ever again (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're just about done for time here but Carl is there anything you would like to plug while we've got you plug Um, we do not know when this will be released
3: um, I suppose just one of my podcasts. I do one called the Carl and Chris Podcast. I do one called Babysitting Trevor, which has just been nominated for Best Comedy Podcast yes. at the British Comedy Congratulations the Pod- the British Podcast Awards. And that is it's a weird one. It's a uh, me and Chris Martin and a very Australian man called Trevor Crook. Uh, just we're trying to get Trevor to become a modern man because he's I've the most about, old fashioned uh, yeah. guy. This Trevor's a real bloody card. He's brilliant. He's brilliant, but like he's good when we're working with him and keeping him busy. But the moment we have a little break in between seasons, he just disappears into his cave and just comments on things online. (laughs) We have basically, I just it's us trying to stop him from going mad.
2: This sounds great.
3: It's really fun. Like we took him, we made him do yoga, and we do like we try and make him do things to help his. He's got chronic OCD and some anxiety issues oh that's awesome so it's there is a nice tone to it but it's also very funny because he's also a bit of an old filth bag and (laughs) that is called Babysitting Trevor thank you so much Babysitting Trev it's called Babysitting Trevor but online I think it's sort of all our Twitter and that are called Babysitting Trevor um
2: Tim, anything else to say? Guys, it's been such a pleasure and a joy because I don't have to watch any more of this right in this instant. So, (laughs) Carl, thank you so much for joining us. Carl Donnelly, World's Funniest Man. I would Uh, like to put it on record. I would like to leave
1: uh, this episode with a quote from Rob Schneider, actually, from the episode. Uh, He says, I like cutting in front of people in restaurants when they've been waiting in line a long time because I'm famous and they're not.